Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. We thank you for listening. We really do appreciate you listening. And even if you listen to us for one minute and you get something out of this, when we, that's a win. But we'd love for you to be able to pass this along to other people. And we'd also love for you to maybe make this a part of your weekly process of maybe just listening to a podcast once a week and kind of sharpening the saw as men and, and getting out there and, and just trying to, uh, I know one thing, if I don't have other men in my life kind of sharpening me and, and sometimes slapping me in the face in a loving way, <laughs> I need that a lot. And uh, we, so. we, we won't slap you in the face. Kurt, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. We are, it's fascinating to me because have you ever walked into a Chick-fil-A, again, you walk into Chick-fil-A and it's just got great food, which you know what I found this out from, tell me if I'm wrong here, Bruce, we're talking to Bruce Smith, who's an owner, operator here of uh, a couple of Chick-fil-A uh, franchises here in Louisville, but um, that the chicken sandwiches are all fresh. Is that right? Fresh versus frozen no our chicken does come in frozen okay yeah all right i thought somebody told me that they're all are we, fresh are we going to cut this piece of the conversation let's start over <laughs> let's start over literally we are going to start over because okay. i should have asked you that on the break we'll start over okay so jim we're gonna we're gonna uh, start right now we're gonna start <laughs> welcome back to solid steps radio this is chad russell i'm here with kurt Satter, and we are here with a very important person in this community because <laughs> many people need their Chick-fil-A. We're Absolutely. Here. We're here with Bruce Smith and uh, we're talking Chick-fil-A and we're talking not just chicken sandwiches. We're talking about people. Ab- absolutely. I, I just am, am blown away and fascinated by this whole philosophy of, uh, as we were talking in the break, Bruce, you, your your real goal is is not to sell chicken. It, you, you, it's, it's really to honor God, to be a good steward, kind of your, that first of what all that God has given you. And then your second purpose statement was, or kind of combine that second piece, is to positively influence all the people that you come in contact with. And I'm just like, that is, that is so <laughs> really remarkable. Because business world, people in the world, business world today, they might say some stuff like that, but they're really, the drive behind it really is to make money. And you guys in, in Chick-fil-A world really do believe in your purpose statement and believing that, that God will bless and honor the business and he'll take care of the rest, really. Is, is, am, am I correct in saying that? You nailed it on the head right there. I mean, you, you get up in the morning and your people get up in the morning. How, how can we live for God and how can we influence people? positively yeah we feel like if we can get the people piece right then the rest will take care of itself and uh just showing honor dignity and respect to every guest that walks in our restaurants um and i partner with about seven other franchisees here in louisville and and you know we're all on the same page and we work together to to create a consistent experience um and i'm really proud of the group that we have here um and i I feel like we execute that on a high level um you know we 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 get a lot of reports that you know chick-fil-a is the same everywhere across the country and that's that's great news coming back but i think we do a great job here in louisville as a group well i you know i I woke up this morning and i've got two teenagers and uh, they were out the door at 640 uh, to work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so um, uh, we are incredibly grateful for you. And, uh, and, but they, you know, my kids, uh, they, we went to bed last night. And I said, what's, what's the plan tomorrow, guys? And, uh, you know, Ivy said, 
uh, yeah, Dad, we're uh, we, we got to be we're starting at 7 a.m. and uh, they've been with Chick Fil A now for several years and it's been an absolute blessing. And they love. I mean, you know, I, I don't know too many kids who get up at you know six o'clock, six thirty, or whatever to get out the door to start working at seven. But they love it. Your girls are amazing. So kudos to you and Kristen raising wonderful children. Well, you know that's God's, now, God's grace. Now this, yeah, this is nothing. Um, um, about Ellie, uh, she's fantastic. But Ivy and her personality, when she walks into Chick Fil A with her background and her passion for the arts and for acting, it's like if, if I could just take her and just multiply her, it would be it would be amazing. <laughs> well, I, I'm just blown away when I walk into Chick Fil A. There's so many of those young people who have just warm smiles and and that's there's intentionality behind that talk, yeah, talk, yeah, there talk is. to us about and, that and you know I, I kind of learned this through dan kathy who is you know truett's son he's now the you know the ceo of chick-fil-a mm-hmm. um and, and there are no secrets within chick-fil-a now there may be some secrets to our food recipes but there there are no secrets to our service recipes and and i've heard him just share uh very openly that if they if, if this information can make the listeners um, and those who receive this information better people i think we all benefit mm. so um, we've tried to narrow this thing down to what we call the core four so we can take a team member who is 16 years old or we can take um, a mother of a school-aged uh, child who's working with us part-time and, and and everybody goes through the same uh, training and orientation process so uh, there's some role playing and there's some practicing of this, but we basically have narrow- narrowed it down to what we call the core four. And if we can execute these four principles with every guest that walks in the door, and of course throw in a couple of my pleasures along the way, um, <laughs> we are going to find that we're connected. You know, talk about that emotional connection. We are showing honor, dignity, and respect to every guest that walks in the door. So. It, um, you know, we talk about our corporate purpose of having a positive influence and all that come to Chick-fil-A, and we talk about that's not just the customers, mm-hmm. that's not just the guests that walk in the door, but that's our team members that come in, and we're equipping them with skills that are lifelong skills. So even if these young people who can take away these four principles and, and they can use and leverage Chick-fil-A to make the second nature in who they are, they're going to be more attractive people as spouses, as parents, as future uh, employees, as future employers, whatever, wherever they are in life. They're going to have a brighter future because they're implementing these four. That's correct. Okay, let, right. give us the, for the, give right. us the four. We're, we're ready. This is the special sauce right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with eye contact. You know, it's, it's pretty simple. But, hey, look someone in the eye um, as they're walking in the door, as they're approaching us. Give them a good, solid eye contact. Mm. Follow that up with a smile. That's the number two. Number two is smile. This is really complex it stuff. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> this secret I'm taking hard. notes. I'm just frantically taking notes here. Aren't the best things in life the most simple things oh, in life? Oh, my goodness. Don't yeah. we, compli- we, we, we overly complicate way, life. Right? Way too we much. We think too hard. And, yep. um, okay. So eye, I, contact, so eye contact. Eye contact. Critically, you want your, the, your workers have eye contact with each other? 
eye, managers having contact, eye contact with their, the, the, the front-line people? Again, this is a customer service model that, that we're, we're talking about. But, yeah, it applies to all parts of life. So, wow. So okay. eye contact, we're smiling. Eye contact, we're smile, smiling. speak enthusiastically. That's number three. Number three. Okay. So, we, we, you know, we can all, you know, very easily, quickly pull up occasions in our life when we're involved in a service-type industry experience. And out of these first three, you know, you we're, we're lucky to get one of them. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of times, you, I mean, you just, you know, I mean, there's not a warm... And, and when you say smile, it's a warm smile. It's not a fake smile, but it's a warm right. smile. It's, right. it's a meaningful smile. Throw it's, some eye contact on top of that smile, and you know we're showing respect. Mm. We're showing respect. It also reminds me, like I mean, I'm in sales as well for years, and it's some, sometimes you have to fake it to make it. Meaning, you know what? When you start to smile, you start to feel that way, right? right? Like oh, absolutely. We're always told when you're on the phone with somebody, you smile when you're talking to them right. because then that kind of projects a different. It right. makes you feel different. Anyway, it does. Right? It does. So, it's yeah. not just. It's not just outward. Yep. Okay. So you got eye contact. You got smile. Speak enthusiastically. What's number four? Stay engaged. Stay <laughs> engaged. Now you're getting personal. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's obviously the hardest one. Yeah. And, and if we're talking about especially younger people who this is their first job, mm-hmm. that's a hard one to do um, because that takes more effort. It takes more creativity. But, then, you know, there's a lot of things that we can just, um, you know, that they're like our go-to things because, you know, every guest is a new guest. Right. And so, you know, don't really know the conversation we just had 30 seconds ago. Right. So, so okay, so I mean, this really applies. This is a show for men by men, and this is—I mean, this is parenting in one sense. How do you? And, and we're gonna have to take a break here in a moment. But how do you help a worker, a 15-year-old kid, 16, 17-year-old kid, who just maybe has had a tough stuff go on at home or tough stuff at school? They come into work. How do you help them navigate those waters? And we're going to take a break, and we're going to answer that question after the break. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to thank our sponsors again. Ellen Credit Union, Carol Rogers Carpet One. If you spill any Chick-fil-A sauce on your carpet and you just can't get it up, then you can go get some new carpet at Carol Rogers Carpet One. <laughs> it's called a segue, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a radio thing. So anyway, so we're having a great time talking to Bruce. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment of Solid Steps Radio, and we are talking with Bruce Smith of Chick-fil-A, and if you if you think we can th- not talk about Chick-fil-A for an hour and think you can't do that, I guarantee you, you missed a good show if you just tuned in. So if you want to hear about some of the history of Chick-fil-A, uh, it was the very first mo- restaurant in mall in malls and across America, which I did not know that until today. So we've got a lot of cool stuff on this. If you want to hear this entire podcast, or you, if you got someone in your life who loves Chick-fil-A, send them this podcast facebook it send it to them or email it to them or text it to them and and one way you can get it sent directly to your phone is if you get uh sign up for itunes and you can sign up for the podcast and that will come directly to your uh your podcast and uh we'd love for you to listen and share it and i got a question for bruce okay so i i have always wondered this this, everybody's (laughs) got their questions about chick-fil-a i've always wondered this why do they put the pickles on the bottom of the chicken sandwich that's the recipe, you know. <laughs> so you know who invented who invented the chicken sandwich? 
Well, is that true? It he thinks, uh, yeah. Thankful, right? Well, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A did. Okay. So you know, one of our our statements is you know Chick Fil A didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Okay. So uh, you know that that statement has not been successfully challenged um, by any competitors. Is that so, right? Yeah, we can still we still make that statement. So chicken sandwiches, as we know today really had its origin to, to our knowledge right apparently uh, surely this would be challenged by someone who had a reason to challenge it but yeah Truett Cathy back in his dwarf grill which was 12 seats and a and a, a, a grill and he was behind the counter and the chicken was his the biggest menu item that he struggled with because it took so long to cook hmm. that one day he just ripped the breast off the bone seasoned it up Put it on a bun with two pickle slices, and that's the Chick Fil A sandwich. Hmm. Wow! And that was that was back when 1946. Wow! So the pickles have been down there for about 66, <laughs> whatever how many years, because that's the way Truett made it. That's basically. right. Yeah, that's his recipe. Yeah. Okay. Never thought to question that one. <laughs> Don't change a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. What, it's working pretty good. Yeah. What did we just talk about? Being simple. Be simple. The best things in life are simple. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, it's so true, and I love that your your core four. Yeah, you know, uh, you, you got you got your eye contact. You want every one of your, you know, kids, one of your workers, making good, awesome eye contact, warm, friendly smile, uh, speak enthusiastically. Now, now, how do you, how do you help a kid with that number three? Speak enthusiastically when they're they're kind of a quiet, timid. You know, they don't have that in their nature. I mean, you're exactly right. You know, some kids, you know, my Ivy, she can just speak enthusiastically. At times we have to, in the house, we have to, <laughs> Ivy, could you please be a little quieter? <laughs> you're a little loud, yeah. you know? This is not a performance right now. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how do you help a quiet kid speak enthusiastically when that's not his nature? Well, um, you know, we hope we can identify that trait in the interview process. And if we can see that there's a core there that we feel like we can develop and everything else in the interview process comes through, you know, we feel like we can do that. We're not asking a whole lot, but it does take effort. And if, if the team members around that new, younger team member, if they're demonstrating it, and if the leadership in the restaurant has the, the expectation and is coaching along uh, beside. Um, yeah, there's an uncomfortable uh, time that these new Tim members need to get through. Um, just like saying my pleasure, you know, that's an, a very adult phrase to say. And to ask a young person to say the phrase my pleasure, that takes practice. That's not natural. But you know, once it comes, once it, it becomes second nature, the stories we hear of, of things like that going home and a mother might ask uh, the, the <laughs> son to take out the trash and before he even knows it, he'll say, my pleasure. <laughs> hey, thanks for cleaning up your room. Oh, it was my, my pleasure. <laughs> so if we're talking about changing the culture of our homes, you know, that there's something that is, that is going home besides the core four, that it's an attitude that is a positive attitude. It's you're really creating an attitude of gratefulness, uh, of of just being positive in life. Well, like Chad said, you know, if we're smiling, that's going to change our insides as well. We can we can only fake that so long mm -hmm. before it changes how we feel inside. Wow, that's um, that's good stuff. So, so Bruce, okay, so a kid walks in, he's one of your workers, and he's struggling with 
you know, he's had a tough day. His mom and dad maybe have yelled at him, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you coach him or her? And in, uh, in, in kind of through that. You know, I can honestly say that we really don't deal with that very often. But, um, you know, it's real life. It does happen. And I think just by maintaining a positive culture uh, within Chick-fil-A, that we're going to have a positive influence when that young person comes in. And we will see their countenance change. It might be, there might be some encouragement. There might, we might need to go up and put our arm around a young person, ask them how their day is going. Hey, I can, I can see you're kind of heavy today. Uh, anything that you, know, you want to talk about or we can, um, you need to let us know. But you know, it doesn't happen all that often. But I think just creating a culture that is positive when they walk in the door, they'll they'll check. You know, what we ask team members to check whatever personal might be going on at the door, but we'll work through that. Wow, I mean, so really, what you're after is, I mean, you're creating a smiley place to walk into. Well, isn't that what you want to experience when you walk into Chick Fil A? Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah. So we're doing it for you. <laughs> hey, I don't think those chicken sandwiches was tasting nearly as good if everybody's being mean and nasty. But well, yeah. I mean, that's just really the truth. That, I mean, that's true. All right, so Truett, he was a man of a lot of quotes. And one of his quotes was, the handshake of the host affects the taste of the roast. <laughs> I like that. So do you, do, you, do you think that maybe your food tastes better because you were treated with some respect when you walked in the door? Mm-hmm. I believe it does carry over. Yep. I yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and and then you you have a whole philosophy called the second mile. Talk about that. So second, you know, so if you think about a quick service restaurant, you're thinking about what's the first mile. Well, the first mile is that the the hot food's going to be hot, the cold food's going to be cold, uh, and the place is going to be clean. That's basically your first mile of expectation. Mm-hmm. So the biblical example is going the second mile so we call that second mile service and what are the some elements that we can deliver within our dining room that we call uh that's going the extra mile so um we'll, we'll go by your table and we'll check in with you you know does that happen at other quick service restaurants uh probably rare to never um if i if i need to refresh my beverage then I typically have to go do that myself. And, and we're going to try to touch base with tables. And if we see that someone's beverage is empty, that you know, we'll offer to do that for them. Um, if, if the two of you are at, at lunch one day at Chick-fil-A and you're involved in conversation and you're done eating and you have your trays and your wrappers in front of you, if we can just quietly come by and remove that to give you a, a cleaner place to continue your conversation, those are some of the second mile service elements that we try to to help out with. So, and, and again, really, what you're you're talking what, what Jesus said. It's more blessed to 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 give than to receive. It's the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and it's just a practical yeah. practical demonstration of that. Yeah. That's so, a, that's good. You know, we talked about earlier. You know, I have four children, so there's been a lot of kids in my house over the years. It's, it's been a little bit of a magnet, and we enjoy having uh, our, our kids' friends in the house. And as I think about those kids that, uh, that I reflect back on that, that I connected with the most, they naturally possess these, these uh, at least three or four of these core four elements. So you're talking about how do we take this home and how do we make our homes better? Um, you know, th- these four things. 
you know, a solid handshake by a young man at my door speaks volumes. Oh, it, and, I, and, and it's an yes. example for my kids. And hopefully they've learned along the way how to be, um, you know, more godly adults. I mean, that's the, that's the end result that's, uh, that we want. That's your, the end goal. Your goal is to take this 15, 16-year-old kid who works for you and cr- help them to become a, a, a vibrant adult so that when they're 25, 30 years old, they have learned how to navigate life and to do it well. It's very re- rewarding that we can equip some of these skills. And our goal is to make these skills second nature. Mm. So when they go out in the world and they go out in life, and uh, that's just who they are, they're skills that everybody benefits from possessing. Wow, that's, that is good stuff. Bruce, we've got to, this hour has flown by and we gotta, we got to cut it off. But um, really appreciate you coming in. Love, love the values and the heart behind Chick-fil-A. I just applaud that and say, way to go. Way to go. And, and the whole Chick-fil-A family. Um, and the waffle fries. And, uh, and the waffle fries They're are awesome. Too. They are really good. <laughs> hey, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, uh, this is show for men by men. Would you pray for our men that we, that we as guys, that we would live this way as, as, as dads, as husbands, and in the community, in our workplace, that we would be men who would live out this kind of vision and lifestyle. Would you pray for our men? I will. Father God, we thank you for the example uh, that we find in Scripture of how to live successful lives, and that is by um, seeking after you and following your commands and trying to honor you in all that we do. Father, we... uh, um, we strive to be the best we can be, but we all know that we are sinners and we have uh, a lot of shortcomings. But in spite of that, we thank you for your forgiveness and uh, the challenge that we have to uh, be the best that we can be for you and with your help. So as fathers, uh, help us, Father, to be uh, the role models in our home of of love and patience and kindness um, and setting the example for our children um, that they will want to follow after you as we follow after you. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you for um, just the biblical principles that we can learn uh, both in business and in ministry and at home um, that you, you have uh, laid out before us. Father, we thank you for your goodness to us, and uh, we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Mm. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Check us out on Facebook and iTunes and on SoundCloud.com. You can also go to furtherstoneministries.org. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio.